الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah Allah سبحانه وتعالى He says in his noble book وَمَنْ يُسْلِمْ وَجْهَهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَهُوَ مُحْسِنْ فَقَدْ اسْتَمْسَكَ بِالْعُرْوَةِ الْوُثْقَى وَإِلَى اللَّهِ عَقِبُتُ الْأُمُورِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says what means, and whoever submits his face unto Allah, and he is a muhsin, then verily they have taken hold of the most trustworthy handhold. وَإِلَى اللَّهِ عَاقِبَتُ الْأُمُورِ And unto Allah, is the return of all affairs. وَمَنْ كَفَرَ فَلَا يَحْزُنْكَ كُفْرُهُ And whoever disbelieves, don't let their disbelief cause you any sadness. Don't be saddened by their disbelief. إِلَيْنَا مَرُجِعُهُمْ فَنُنَبِّئُهُمْ بِمَا عَمِنُوا Until us is their final return. And we shall inform them over that in which they used to do. إِنَّ اللَّهَ عَنِيمٌ بِذَاتِ الصُّدُورِ Because verily Allah, He is all knowledgeable about that which is inside of the chest. نُمَتِّعُهُمْ قَلِيلًا ثُمَّ نَقْطَرُّهُمْ إِلَىٰ عَذَابٍ غَلِيضٍ we shall give them some enjoyment for a little bit of time. We shall give them some little enjoyment for a little bit of time. And then we will force them to a most painful chastisement. We shall force them to a tremendously painful chastisement. Alhamdulillah ala ni'matil islami wa sunnah. All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah. This is a ni'mah, bila shak wa bila raib. And reflecting over these ayat, and pondering over these ayat, let us look to what the Fadil to Shaykh Al-Allama, Imam Al-Sa'di, he mentions as relates to these ayat. He mentions as relates to Allah Ta'ala's statement, وَمَنْ يُسْلِمْ وَجْهَهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ And whoever submits his face unto Allah, أَنْ يَخْدَعُ لَهُ وَيَنْقَادُ لَهُ بِفِعْلِ الشَّرَائِعِ مُخْلِصًا لَهُ دِينَةِ That the one who, they submit themselves unto Allah, they submit themselves unto Him, they humble themselves, they submit themselves. And when one reflects, بِذْنِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى on what it is meant here and what it is meant by وَهُوَ muhsin, then they will see that what is meant is that one, they submit themselves as a Muslim. They submit themselves as a good Muslim. 
that they implement that which is necessitated for the Muslim to implement. So here, that they submit themselves unto Allah and they comply unto Allah by fulfilling the commands of the Sharia, by implementing the Allah's legislation. This is how they comply. This is how they submit unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mukhlisan lahu Making all of their religion sincerely for Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Wahuwa muhsin. And he is one who is a muhsin. She is one and she is muhsina. Islam. They are ones and they are good doers as relates to that Islam. That they submit themselves and that they are good Muslims. Because his actions are actions that are legislated. They are good Muslims because their actions are legislated. Their actions are not actions that are invented. Their actions are not actions that come from superstitions. Their actions are not actions that are based upon bid'ah, based upon innovation. No, their actions are legislated. Their actions are legislated by Allah. So they find it inside of the book of Allah. Their actions have been legislated by the messenger of Allah. So they find it inside of the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Their actions are from the deen of Islam. So their actions are not foreign to that was the companions they were upon and what they used to do. This is what it means to be a good Muslim, ya ibadullah. فَقَدْ اتَّبَعَ فِيهِ الرَّسُولِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ So therefore, as relates to their actions, they're following the messenger, صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ This is what it means to be muhsin. This is what it means to be a good Muslim. This is what it means to be muhsina. This is what it means to be a good muslima. Also, when it is into this, وَمَنْ يُسْلِمْ وَجْهَهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ بِفِعْلِ جَمِيعِ عِبَادَاتِ Those who they submit them, they submit their faces unto Allah because they do all of the acts of worship. They do those acts of worship that are binding upon them to do. They don't take some and then leave others from those things that are obligations upon them, but they do that which is obligatory upon them to do. So they do the ibadah. Fiha. So he is one or she is one who they excel when they perform the acts of worship. To such extent that they excel in it. بِأَنْ يَعْبُدُ اللَّهِ كَأَنَّهُ يَرَى فَإِنْ لَمْ يَكُنْ يَرَى فَإِنَّهُ يَرَى So they worship Allah as if they see Him. And even though they do not see Him, they know that Allah sees them. So they worship Allah knowing that Allah is watching them. They worship Allah as if they can see Him knowing that Allah indefinitely, that Allah definitely, most definitely He sees them. So they perform their acts of worship in the most beautiful of manner. They perform their acts of worship in the most outstanding of manners. This is the one who is muhsin. This is the one who brings the ihsan. Also when it is into this, as Imam Musa'ni, he mentions, أو وَمَنْ يُسْلِمْ وَجْهَهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ بِقِيَامِ بِحَقُوقِهِ The one who they submit their face unto Allah because they establish Allah's rights. They establish the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَهُوَ مُحْسِنٌ إِلَىٰ عِبَادِ And also, they are those who they are good doers to the slaves of Allah. They are good doers to the worshippers of Allah. They are good doers to the servants of Allah. They are good doers to the creation. قَائِمٌ بِحُقُوقِهِمْ They establish their rights. 
They establish the rights of the creation. And this is important for us to remember that what it means to be a good Muslim at the head of it, that an individual, they perform and they establish the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you will find that this person is a person who they are praying their prayers. This person is fasting their fast. This person is paying their charity. This person is doing what they're supposed to be doing. They believe in Allah correctly. But it doesn't stop there. Not just that a person, when they're inside of the masjid, when they're in a situation to establish the rights of Allah, they establish those rights. But then as soon as they leave the masjid, they don't give the road its rights. They don't give the passerbys their rights. They don't give their parents their rights. They don't give their children their rights. They don't give their neighbors their rights. They don't give their kith and kin their rights. They don't give to the creation their rights. They don't give the animals their rights. So on and so forth. This person that doesn't give the rights to the creation is not a muhsin. They're not a good Muslim. They're not a good doer. No. Because to be a good doer, you have to give Allah his rights. And then you have to give the right to everyone who has a right. So everyone who has a right over you, you have to give them their right. So the ruler gets his right. Those who are ruled get their rights. Those who are judges, they get their rights. Those who are being judged, they get their rights. Those who are brothers give their rights to their brothers, their siblings, so on and so forth. Everyone who has a right, their rights are established. The man gives the woman her rights. The woman gives the man his rights. The parents give the children their rights. The children give the parents their rights. So on and so forth. So everyone who has a right, you have to establish their right if you want to be a muhsin. So when one reflects over all of these ma'an, ma'ani, when one reflects over all of these meanings, as Imam Sa'ni he mentions, وَالْمَعَانِ مُتَلَازِمَ وَلَا فَرْقْ بَيْنَهَا إِلَّا مِنْ جِهَا الْإِخْتِلَابِ مُورِدِ الْلَوْضَتَيْنِ That these meanings in, in, in reality, they are interconnected. They are interconnected and linked and attached to one another. And there is no difference as relates between them, except for the difference that comes in the articulations and the words in which that are mentioned. That's it. That's it. But the meaning is, is one. But all of them, they agree that all of the rights of the religion, all of the sharia, all of the legislation of the religion has to be established. Upon a way that will be accepted, upon a way that is the best of the ways, upon a way that is the most complete. This is what it means to establish the rights of those who have rights in the most complete manner. This is how an individual submits themselves unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whoever does that, then this individual would have taken hold. Then they will have taken hold over the most trustworthy and old. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who implement that which needs to be implemented, those who establish the rights that need to be established, those who are in fact and in reality good Muslims. Hada Akulu Koli Hada Wastafrullah Ali Walakum Wali Jimir al Muslimin Festafiru Fainahu Hul Rafuru Rahim.
Bismillah alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah wa ba'd Ya ibadullah It is incumbent that we do that which we are supposed to do Because for the one who does that what they are supposed to do For the one who they submit their face unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala For the one who has taken hold over the most trustworthy hand hold Then this is one bihnillahi ta'ala They will be successful, they will be happy Because this is one who they realize as Allah ta'ala he says and unto Allah is the end of all affairs. And this is the reality. Allah Ta'ala, He knows everything. So unto Allah is the end of all affairs. So it's not a situation, and the standard is not that whatever is real is what we can get over on each other. No, 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 no. What's real is real. Despite whatever disguise we may put forward, despite whatever image we may put forward, if that image is not real, if it's not true, if it's not accurate to who we really are, then it doesn't really matter. Because until Allah is the end of all affairs, and Allah is the one who will judge us in the hereafter. And Allah will judge us based upon our reality, not based upon our perceived reality. Not based upon the PR we put out there for the people for them to see. Not based upon the image or the disguise in which we used to wear. But upon who we are in reality. So the one who understands this, naam, this is why they establish the rights of those who have rights. Because they know Allah is going to ask them about whether or not they establish the rights of those who have rights. You see? But those who don't do this... Those who don't establish the rights, then they are those who will not have taken hold over that most trustworthy handhold. They will not have taken hold over that most trustworthy handhold. These will be those who have destroyed themselves. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, وَمَنْ كَفَرَ And whoever disbelieves, فَلَا يَحْزُنْكَ كُفْرُ Whoever disbelieves, don't be sad about their disbelief. Don't be sad because they kufar. No. You, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, don't be sad about those who chose to disbelieve. Don't be sad about them. Why? Because you have given the message. You have told them. You have done your part. You have conveyed the message unto them. If they didn't accept it, well, that's on them. If they didn't accept it, they're the only ones that's in trouble. Don't be sad because they didn't want to believe. Don't be sad because they didn't want to be Muslims. Don't be sad because they didn't want to establish Allah's rights. Don't be sad because they didn't want to establish the rights of the human beings. No, they're going to get theirs in the hereafter. It's not over. A person just can be oppressive as they want to be, then that's it. No, they will taste the end results of their oppression. They will taste that. Be like Shek will be like right. They're going to get theirs in the hereafter. Don't be sad over them. Imam Musa'ani, he mentions this is the reality. Don't be sad because they, they didn't want guidance. Don't be sad because they turned their backs on the truth. Don't be sad about them. Don't be sad because they weren't guided. Why? Because if they had in them any type of good, then Allah would have guided them. Don't be sad over them. If they had in them any good, then Allah would have guided them. But they didn't have any good in them. So this is why they chose kufr over iman. This is why they chose sin and transgression over being obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and compliant to Allah ta'ala's command. So for them, Allah ta'ala informs us. Ilayna maruji'uhu. Until us is their return. They're returning back to us. 
Huh? Don't be sad about them. They want to disbelieve. Okay, they disbelieve. But they are returning back to us. And we will inform them of what they used to do. So on and so forth. We shall inform them of what they used to do from their disbelief, from their enmity that they had for the believers. We shall inform them of what they used to do when trying to extinguish the light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for them harming his messengers, they shall be informed of what they used to do. They shall be informed of their crimes. They shall be informed of their transgressions. They shall be informed of their treachery. And not just they're going to be informed about it, then that's it. But they're going to be informed about it by one who you cannot hide anything from him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The one who says, Allah ta'ala, he goes on to say, That Allah, he is well aware of that which is inside of the chest. Allah knows that which you didn't say. Allah knows that which you did not say. So now what you think is going to be the result of what you do and show everybody. Allah knows what those kufar didn't say. And they shall be informed about it. They shall be held account of their kufar. Allah knows what they didn't say. So now what about that kufar that they showed the world? What about that kufar that they displayed openly? What about that kufar that they were blatant about? What about that kufar that they showed obstinately? What about that? You think they're not going to be held accountable for what they have done? You think they're not going to be held accountable for their crimes and transgressions? You think that they're not going to be held accountable? Ya subhanallah. Ya ibadallah. Ya ahlan islam. Istamiru. Think. Listen. Some of us, we act at times as if we don't believe in Yawmul Qiyamah. Some of us at times, we act as if we don't believe in Yawmul Qiyamah. I'll give you an example. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he told us that there will come a time that we will have tyrannical rulers over us. The Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he told us this. He told us that we will reach that time. That we will have tyrannical rulers over us. And he told us and he gave us direction of what we should do. Be patient. The Prophet ﷺ told us that we have to establish their rights. We have to give them their rights. Even if they don't give us our rights. Why? Because they will be asked about what they what, what is on them. And we will be asked about what is upon us. Now, if they don't give us our rights, it's fine. We'll get it later. But if we don't give them their rights, we're going to be in trouble later. So we can't use as an excuse, well, they didn't treat me right, so I'm not going to treat them right. No. That's like a person, that you're acting as if you don't believe in Yom Al-Qiyamah. You have been obligated to give them their rights, and you giving them their rights is not connected to whether or not they reciprocated. It's not connected to whether or not they give you your rights. What's upon them, they'll be asked about, and you'll be asked about what's upon you. You have to establish what you have to establish, and whatever they don't do, Allah will hold, hold them accountable. But you don't believe that? You don't believe that's going to happen? You want to rush, you impatient? So you want to see change now? So you hit the streets and you protest? You hit the streets and where, where once where there was safety at least, yeah, there was some corruption, but there was safety... Now we have corruption that was there and now we have instability because everyone is in the street. Now the army's against you. You're against the army. Now blood is being spilled. So on and so forth. That, that's the answer? 
That's what you think is worth it? You think you're not going to be held accountable for those people who lost their lives due to you encouraging them to go hit the street and protest? You think you're not going to be held accountable for those who wealth now has become destroyed because you're on the street and you're protesting? You think you're not going to be held accountable? So yes, they're held accountable for whatever it is they're doing that the reason you think you should protest and now you're held accountable too for whatever ill repercussions come from your actions now you have to answer for that too now you have a sharing of blame as well so again so again what sense does it make to follow the guidelines of the prophet to be patient to give them their rights even if they beat your back and take your well give them their rights be patient. Why? Because however tyrannical any leader is, they don't live forever. So their reign of tyranny, it will end with their death at the very most. When they die, that's it. Right? But you couldn't wait. So you made the situation worse. Now they get killed or they get sent to another land. And then now what? Situation is better? Huh? You think so? Look at Libya. Look at Egypt. Look at Somalia. Just look around. Situation's better? Situation's better? Hmm. The reality? No one gets away. No one escapes. Allah Ta'ala, He tells these kuffar who don't believe, He tells that they're going to get what they're going to get. They will be informed about what they used to do. Allah knows what is inside of their chest. Allah knows what is inside of their chest. And now listen. I want you to listen. Right? I want you to reflect. These kufar. These kufar that do what they do. Tyrannical. Oppressive. Killing the Muslim. So on and so forth. Fighting against the Muslims. Fighting against Islam. Allah Ta'ala. He says about them what? We're going to give them some time of luxury. We're going to give them some time to enjoy themselves. We're going to give them some time. Why? Because that's going to add to their punishment. You understand? It's going to add to their punishment. All of that's going to be a justification of why they get punished more. So they're going to have some short period of time where they will enjoy Love, lap of luxury, have millions, so on and so forth. They'll have some time. They're going to enjoy themselves. And then, and then, and then, and then, we will force them. Then we will make them. We will compel them. We will force them to what? To what? To a painful punishment. Then they'll be forced to taste a painful punishment forever. So who wins and who loses? Aqimu salah.